about his love. I've just reflected on some of the things that God has, has brought us through as a church in the past year. And just reason for prayer. Um, biblical look and challenge. I want to have you look at Mark chapter 12. This, more, uh, this Sunday's past. Turn there in your Bibles. I'm going to read that. And we'll we'll uh, talk about that and receive our challenge from that text today. Mark 12, 35. And as Jesus taught in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself and the Holy Spirit declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so how is he his son? And the great throng heard him gladly. If you recall, the setting was Jesus's, Jesus was being challenged by several groups. Uh, and they were clearly challenging his authority. Um, they had challenged him after he went into the temple and he cleansed the temple and uh, he caused a stir among the, the groups there. Uh, and they didn't like that. They tried to challenge him. Um, and so this is Jesus' response to their challenge. They've been asking him questions. Some questions he answered and some he didn't. Remember he asked asked the question, what authority do you have? And he, after asking them a question that they wouldn't answer, he says, well, I don't have to answer you either. And I don't, I don't recognize your, um, your question or your right to question me and my authority. Here, he asked them a good question. Now, he asked them, how is the Christ David's son? Now, we ought not be confused. Jesus understands, and the Bible clearly teaches that the Christ is born of the seed of David. He is the son of David. Matthew chapter 1, when uh, the gospel is introduced, the lineage of Jesus is presented. He's clearly presented as the son of Abraham and son of David, and, and that line is carried through. So what does that question mean? It, it really means, is Jesus under or subordinate to David? How, not just Jesus, I should say, the Christ, because that's what the Pharisees were looking at. This Christ, this promised one, the Messiah who is to come, he's going to be a son of David. Jesus is bringing out the point is really this. Is that all he is? Is that all he is? Is he only a son of David in the flesh, or is he much more than just that? And so Jesus is making the point that he is much more than merely a descendant of David. He is Lord of David, and Jesus uses the authority of Scripture to teach that. Now, keep in mind, earlier in Mark, I think it's Mark chapter 7, Jesus asked the disciples, who do people say that I am? And they, they told Jesus what the word was out on the street about who he was, and he asked them, who do you say that I am? And, of course, Peter said, you are the Christ. You are the Christ. In other words, all that the Old Testament says and declares about the Christ, you are and you fulfill. You are that very one. And you'll notice, uh, we didn't see it in Mark, but in the Gospel of Matthew, when it covers that passage, Jesus says to Peter, hey, you didn't get that from your own intellect. It's not something you gain or understand through your human understanding. The Holy Spirit revealed that truth to you. And so uh, we understand there's some things 
that God has given to his people to know and to understand that he is not given to the world. And they won't be able to see and won't recognize because they are spiritually blind. They are willfully blind, yes, but they are spiritually blind. Because they are spiritually blind, they are willfully blind. They cannot see. They will not see. Praise God for opening our eyes and allowing us to see. I'm told that if we're blind, you can shine a spotlight right in our face and we will not see that light. We might feel the heat that comes from that light, but we will not see that light. Jesus himself is the light. He stands in front of these people and they do not recognize who he is. So he, Jesus puts the question to them and say, well, how is it that this Christ that you know about is simply the son or is he merely the son of David? Is he, is, he, is he David's little boy and that's all that he is? Is he just a descendant of David? Jesus goes back to Psalm 110. We can see that Psalm 110, verse 1 and 2. And he quotes that here. So you can either see it here or you can turn back. It may be good to turn back just to, to see it. Psalm 110 says this. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. In this passage in Mark, Jesus attributes that to David. And so we do well to understand many of the songs are written by David. Jesus himself says that. He says in Mark, how can a scribe say that Christ is the son of David? David himself, verse 36, in the Holy Spirit declared, and then he quotes Psalm 110. So Jesus makes several points. David wrote this psalm. And he wrote it under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And that just reinforces all that we see in God's Word, all that we know of what God's Word is. People will say to you, well, you say the Bible says, and they say, well, what does the Bible is written by a bunch of men. And, you know, in our culture, we always hear the Bible is written by a bunch of white men. And they are simply trying to belittle God's word. God used several men, uh, different nationalities, to, to write his word and to, to speak that truth. And so um, it is the Holy Spirit, Jesus says, he, that, 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 excuse me, that David wrote by the Holy Spirit. He's, it's inspired word of God. And notice in here he says this, the Lord said to my Lord. So David is speaking, and he says, The Lord said to my Lord. The first Lord is capitalized in Psalm, and it depicts Jehovah, God the Father. And he says, God the Father said to my Lord. So David recognizes that the Christ, the one who is to come, is his Lord. Our culture, you know, we struggle with the idea of lordship. Let me say it this way. We struggle with authority. We don't like the police. We want to shut them down because we struggle with authority. And don't think it stops with police. I see struggles with authority every day. People running red lights, um, stop signs just ignoring simple laws that are made for our good. They, they don't care. 
they don't think people have, anyone has authority over them. They don't recognize that. We struggle with authority because we struggle with God. God is the ultimate authority. But Jesus says in this, using this verse, David, who is king. David was the greatest king Israel ever had. And he says, the greatest leader Israel has ever had recognized the Christ as his Lord. It's interesting, if you put this all in context, Jesus had come into Jerusalem riding on a donkey. He is basically being presented as king. And he is saying, I'm greater than David ever was. And David recognized that by calling me Lord. Don't think that the Christ is subordinate to David. He is, in fact, his Lord. He is our Lord. We pray to him today because he is Lord. We pray in his name because he is Lord. In other words, because of what he's done for us and because of who he is, we can talk to God the Father today and express our praise and make our request to God because of Jesus and because of him being Lord. If Jesus is not your Lord, you have no right to ask God for anything. He doesn't listen. But we, when we say in Jesus' name, that, that term means we, we, we speak because Jesus is, is operating or, and has operated on our behalf. He is, in fact, our Lord. So we can pray today. That, that, that um, truth um, has, has a practical application today. We can pray today because of who Jesus is and because he is, in fact, Lord. I like also this says, God the Father said to God the Son. And David expresses this way, God the Father said to my Lord, and what did he say? Sit down until I make your enemies your footstool. In other words, there's a time when Christ first came into Jerusalem, what we call that Palm Sunday. Uh, they had a lot of pomp and, and celebration, but they didn't fully acknowledge or even recognize who he was. But it's coming a time when he's going to be fully recognized and he's going to come in great power. And he's going to show that great power. And the Old Testament expressed it this way, that his enemies are going to be humble before him. His enemies will be humble before him. Praise God. We can pray with hope today because we know that that's, that's going to happen in the future. So let's be encouraged in our prayer because of who Jesus is. It says there, after this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got him in the boat. That night they caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast a net on the right side of the boat, and you will find. 
first, what was the point of this miracle?
intolerable, intolerable or bigots and the world accepts everything. Homosexuality, uh, men and mixing women and men's sports and just everything are looked upon as, as wicked. And Isaiah spoke boldly about that and as believers we need to stand. So Lord, we pray for the wickedness in our city. I was just looking at uh, yesterday, there was a bomb threat across the street from me uh, in Kenosha, the school that's across the street from my house. And like the sheriff of Kenosha County said a few weeks ago, when there was a triple murder, Kenosha is not Mayberry anymore. And so wickedness is rampant. It doesn't have a zip code. It doesn't have a color. It doesn't have anything, Lord. So we pray that and have us speak out against wickedness and that we might have our lives lived as pleasing to you. And Lord, for those who are who dedicate their lives to to righteousness, police, we want to pray for Jeremy. We know Jeremy, Lord, and we know what he stands for. We know he loves you and his family loves you and it's demonstrated at every service. So we pray for him. We pray for the police officers that serve and protect. And we have people having this, having the, talking about defunding the police. And my prayer is that they hire more because of the, the crime and the wickedness is just rampant, Lord. So we pray that you might continue to strengthen and keep us. Thanking you so much for this ministry standing on your word. Thank you for this group of believers trying to live lives just pleasing to you. So uh, we pray for those who are in the line of fire every day, Lord, that you might protect and keep them, especially those we know and love. For Christ's sake, amen. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for just waking me up this morning. I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I ask that you may forgive me for any sins that I made so my prayers may not be hindered in any way. I just thank you for allowing us to all be able to come out tonight, dear Lord, and just be able to show our faithfulness and just show who we trust and believe in, dear Lord, and just to learn more about you. I just come to you today, dear Lord, just asking that you may just be with your people, dear Lord, as we live in a wicked world and we know that, and you put us here for a reason, and um, just to just to um, reach out and touch others' hearts, dear Lord, as we know that we have no control over that, but that we are just witnesses and um, just those disciples, dear Lord. So I just ask that you may just continue to help us to um, teach others your word, dear Lord, help us to share your word to others, dear Lord, so that they may want to come to know who you are as their personal Savior. Um, I just ask that you may just continue to um, be with the parents, dear Lord, who are just teaching their children and showing our children these evil and wicked things, dear Lord, just showing them the wrong way to live. I just ask that you may just um, be able to uh, be with us, that we may just help them to help their children just want to come to know who you are, dear Lord, and um, that you may touch those hearts. I ask that you may just continue to um, have us to stand up for what is right, the Lord, and just to show what we believe in, the Lord, and just to be those testimonies and examples. I ask that you may just um, continue to um, be with uh, Jeremy, the Lord, as he's a police officer, and just experiencing these things and seeing these things, the Lord, that you may just um, have his testimony to be shown through um, even in his job, the Lord, that he may just be able to continue to stand strong, the Lord, and just to show who he believes in, the Lord, and that he may do what is right and what's pleasing to you. 
I ask that he may just be that witness to someone who doesn't know you, Lord, and that you may just continue to um, be with those who may not know you, that it may be someone around the Lord that do know you and just um, be able to spread your word to them, the Lord, so that um, if it's just one one life out there today that may be saved, the Lord, that you may just touch those lives, the Lord, and just to be able to change them and just help them to want to come to know you as their personal Savior. I ask that you may continue to be with this church, the Lord, that you may help us to grow and just to continue to put out there so many different things, the Lord, as we have drum rope camp and all these different things, the Lord, um, and truth seekers, then just our church in general, the Lord, that we may just remain faithful and just to continue to um, remain true, uh, um, just to remain um just to remain faithful to who we believe in the Lord and just to be that testimony so that um, when someone asks us um, who it is that we believe in or why we serve, that we may be able to answer those questions, the Lord, and that they may be able to come to us and um, have those questions answered. I ask that you may be with our church today, the Lord, that you may watch over and protect us and keep us safe. And the Lord, I thank you. Amen. Lord, we continue in prayer. We just continue to lift up our city. We lift up the cities of of this entire world, Lord. Um, we just look at the lawlessness that's on the rise, Lord, the lawlessness that's going on by children, Lord, for whatever reason, Lord, um, lack of parenting, lack of consequences, Lord. We know there's a myriad of reasons, Lord, but it's it's ungodliness, Lord, and we know as end times come, it will just increase more and more, Lord. We just lift up our city and our city leaders as we're just turning a blind eye, how we don't want to do anything for this, Lord, and we use different different reasons for that as well, Lord, on why we don't want to persecute these, why that they're kids, or they're someone of color, or they're disenfranchised, or fill in the blank, Lord, that we just come up with an excuse not to deal with the wickedness and the sinfulness here, Lord. And we ask that you continue to use this church and help us stand strong, stand strong in your word and what's right, Lord. And um, we ask that you just continue to just be with Jeremy as he's a police officer and he's out there, Lord. He's out there witnessing this. He's out there dealing with this, Lord. Is um, He's out there trying to serve and protect our cities, Lord, while at the same time our leaders are sitting there telling him he's the enemy. He's the bad one, Lord, and he's the one that uh, needs to lose his job, and he's the one that needs to have more restrictions placed on him, and uh, um, that it's okay to mistrust him, and it's okay to hate on him, Lord. And um, It's just a testament of to where we're going as a nation, Lord, that we look at those who are put in place to protect us as the enemy, Lord, and those that are standing on right as being evil, Lord. We just ask that you continue to just work through your people in these cities, Lord. Work in these cities, Lord. Um, continue to spread the gospel, Lord, of, of the truth of you, Lord, and what goodness truly is, and allow us to be that light of what goodness is, Lord. And um, We ask that you just work in our cities, Lord, and you help curb some of this ungodliness and this wickedness. And in your name we pray. Amen.